Hi, this is Damien Christoph from 100 Not Out and The Wellness Guys. Become a change maker in the health industry today. All you need to do is enroll for the functional nutrition course and become an internationally recognized expert on the vitalistic philosophy of food and nutrition with our friends at the Functional Nutrition Academy. Register now and receive a six-week bonus accreditation course providing you with the business tools to start and grow your own business and a whopping $1,000 discount. So don't delay and start your health career today at www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for That Paleo Show with your favorite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill, and this week I'm joined by Thor Conklin. As a child, he was obsessed with figuring out how things work. That sounds familiar. Pulling apart toys, electronic devices, engines to see how they work. And now he applies the same principles to humans. Um, You know, it started at the age of 13 when he was a caddy on the golf course. And he started quizzing people, you know, walking, talking, asking non-stop questions of the business elite, trying to find out all about peak performance. Um, he's now been able to put all this great information together. He's, a, he's obviously just an avid learner, has learned so much stuff throughout his lifetime that he's now going to share with us about how to become a peak performer in all aspects of your life, in terms of your health, but also in terms of all those other aspects of your life as well. So I'm really excited to welcome to the show, Thor Conklin. Brad, thank you very much for having me on tonight. Mate, it's really exciting. I think this is such a thank great you. topic because... You know, so often we get stuck in the the nitty gritty of like, you know, what recipes we're going to cook or what ingredients to put in what meals, and um, and, and maybe sometimes we kind of lose sight of the bigger picture, which is really, I think, understanding the how and the why to make change. Um, I think sometimes we can get so focused on those little details that we don't actually make the sustainable change in the long term and get to where ideally we'd like to be. Um, so, first, before we get into all that though, let's talk a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about your journey. I've sort of given a very brief introduction to you there, but I'd love to know more about what made you so interested in peak performance. Yeah, great question. Well, thank you. You know, what I found in my own life, Brett, was, you know, sometimes I went out and I created exceptional results. And then I kept doing the same thing, or I thought I was doing the same thing, and the results weren't coming out the same. And I said, there's got to be something, there's got to be a system, there's got to be a map, there's got to be a recipe, right, in order to get exceptional results. And I had pieces of this for years, literally I go back to books that I had for 15 years and I saw pieces of it and it was like this little puzzle that I was putting together for, oh, close to two decades and it wasn't until I was actually on the train system at Atlanta Hartsfield Airport. And it was almost as if the roof of the airport kind of opened up and the sun shined in. And it focused on right there on the train. I saw this map. And on this map, it was just a diagram of the airport. And in that, it showed, you know, we had A terminal, B terminal, all the way up to F terminal. We had a, a T gate and we had baggage claim. And there it was. 
everything I had been looking for and the missing pieces that I've been looking for. So if you take the map of the Atlanta airport train system Sorry? and you simply reverse it and you start with F, the Sorry, F terminal, right we've got to start out with what we want. We've got to figure out what we want out of anything, out of life, out of our fitness, out of our health. Let's figure out what that is. Then what do we need to do? We've got to come up with an efficient and an effective plan. Now, just coming up with a plan isn't enough. We've got to commit to it, right? We've got it first. Actually, first, we've got to make a decision. Is this something that we want to follow? Why do we want to follow this? And then we've got to make a commitment. Now, some people just stop there, right? It's kind of like the, the secret, right? I've just got to decide what I want. I sit back and I just say, okay, come on to me. Well, you, <laughs> it doesn't work that way, right? We've got to make sure that we're eating healthy. We've got to make sure that we're going to the gym. We've got to make sure we're doing the right things. We've got to start to take action. And most people dip, skip to the action phase. And here's one of the things that I found that messes up a lot of people. They go from commitment to action. Sounds right. Sounds logical, yeah. but there's a B step, and that's our beliefs and our belief systems. And so often, Brett, it's those belief systems that trip us up, right? We know where we want to go. We've got an excellent plan. We start taking action, but it's our subconscious mind that trips us up. You know, I, I was reading an article recently, I'm sure you've discussed this many times, that sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, I mean, there's so many forces working against us. So there's physical forces, but there's also psychological forces that are working against us. So we've got to make sure that we check in and understand our belief systems and make sure they're not tripping us up. Now, once we start, our, you know, we get our belief systems in, in place and we start taking action, another piece of the A terminal or the A gate is accountability. We need to get accountability. And this is something that a lot of people go out and they get what they call an accountability partner. Now, I don't know if anybody out there has ever had an accountability partner. I have years ago. And it's a partner, right? So what happens? So I commit that I'm going to do this. You commit that you're going to do this. And then what ends up happening is one partner comes to the table you know, and gives their report for the week. And what do they do? They didn't do exactly what they should now they're in a position, right, that they have to hold the other person accountable for something that they haven't even done their part. So they feel like, you know, they're the, 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 the kettle that called or the person that called the kettle black. Accountability partners don't work. You've got to find someone in your life that is your accountability manager, your accountability boss, right? Somebody that you're paying to hold you accountable and doesn't care whether, you know, the cat died or someone's not feeling well or something happening in your life or your business, they're going to hold you accountable no matter what. So you've got to take action and you've got to be accountable. And you've got to have somebody holding you accountable. And then, and this is what I was missing so many times, is once we start taking action, what do we want? We want immediate results. And that's not the way life happens, right? We've got to continuously put out the action after action after action. We've got to be able to pivot because sometimes our actions aren't in the right line. We've got to make some corrections to those actions. You know, there's a, 
bamboo species that grows in Thailand that grows under the ground for seven years. It doesn't poke its little sprout above the ground for seven years, but it's growing. It's actually expanding. And so often in what we're seeking, we do it for a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months, and we don't see the actions and we don't see the results that we want and we don't think it's working, but it actually is working. So you've got to make sure that you have enough time involved. And of course, baggage claim, the last terminal on the train is, that's where you pick up your prizes. That's the result, that's the outcome that you get when you follow the system from F all the way down to baggage claim. <laughs> so there's a whole system there, Thor, and I love the, the way you've developed this system. So, so I'd love to talk to you about some of the, the individual components of that as we go along. And, and the first of those you spoke about is commitment. And so, you know, the first thing I guess people need to do is commit to making change. And one of the things I see so often with people when it comes to committing to make change is that they wait for the train to hit them before they decide to make change, you know, and, and guys are probably the worst at this. You know, I see this in terms of healthcare as a chiropractor, you know, like guys will wait until they literally can't get out of bed in the morning before thinking, hey, maybe I should do something about my bad back. Um, but but it happens for people all over in terms of their health, that, that they wait for the crisis before deciding to make a commitment to make change. There's got to be a better way of doing that, Thor. So, so how can people get inspired to make that commitment um, without needing the crisis in order to inspire them to make the change? Yeah, that's a great, great point. If you were to give this analogy in my live seminars, I want you to picture a well, a well that you you know get water out of. An old well, it's a hole in the ground. It's got this beautiful... Uh, rock foundation around it. It's got the little bucket that goes down and gets the water. But instead of water at the bottom of this well, I want you to picture a fire, flames. And instead of a bucket, I want you to see this steel cable going down towards the fire. And then you actually holding on to this steel cable. And what happens in life is when we get too close to the fire, what do we do? Start scrambling up the wire away from it. And what happens is we get far enough away from the pain, the fire, and then we just kind of hang out. But what happens is, you know, it's kind of tough to hold on to that wire and we slowly start to slip down over time. And as soon as we get close enough to the fire, what do we do? We scurry back up. And, you know, salvation, you know, the, the, the good, the, the, the rewards are up and out of this system, out of this well. But we never climb all the way out. Just stay. It's been an entire lifetime just slipping down to the fire, scurrying back up, slipping down, scurrying back up. Pain is a great motivator to move us away from action, but it won't move us to the next step. So first step is use the pain to get you to commit and start to take action. <laughs> but then you need a compelling future. So You need something. Yeah. So do you think you then need to wait for the pain, though, Thor? Or is there a way of doing it before no, you, you, you before your bum yeah. hits the spike at the bottom? Yeah, that, that, yes. You, you don't. You don't. But we have our brains wired a certain way. <laughs> and unfortunately, I can't change, you know, how, em how many years of evolutionary uh, uh, DNA. Uh, we tend not to move into there's pain. Now, can we move if there's enough pleasure on one side and that we're seeking that? Yes. But for most of my clients, when I'm working with them, 
it, it, now here's here's the technique. Okay, this is very helpful. If you're in that position, you want to create some change. Simply take where you are right now. You are either getting better or you're getting worse. There is no, you know, there's no staying still. And for most people, every day that goes by, we're getting what? Older. We're not getting younger. We're getting older. Is it going to be more difficult or easier in the future to sustain your health? A bit more difficult, right? So take wherever you are right now. And if you're not in a situation where there is pain and you're just looking at the the future and you're seeing the pleasure, you can simply look to see what would happen if you stayed exactly where you are today and go out five years, go out 10 years. So if there's no immediate pain to the situation that you're in, Mm. generally when people look 15, 20 years into the future, they don't like what they there's something they want to change. So you can bring that uh, sense of, of pain life to be as a result of looking at the future. Yeah, nice. I like that because I kind of think, yeah, we, we need to not wait until we get right to that crisis. And I think by doing what you're saying, like looking five or ten years out or, or maybe even looking at where we would ideally love to be and sort of feeling the pain of actually not being where we'd love to be, um, that then maybe we can create that, that same effect and get that same level of commitment without having to delve you know, right down to the bottom. Absolutely. A mentor of mine told me something that I'll share with your audience now. And I'll apologize ahead of time for saying it, but I have to say it, and it may be something that haunts you for the rest of your (laughs) life, but hopefully it inspires you. Here it comes. Hell on earth would be to meet the man or woman you could have become. That's a powerful, powerful statement. And when my mentor told me, I realized, could I imagine in five years, Meeting the man I could have been had my habits, my stage been different, had my actions been different 10 years ago. What am I capable of doing? Unbelievable things. You know, I don't think I ever live up to all of capabilities. I hope I live up close to my capabilities, but that would be a shocking, shocking event to meet the man that I could have become had I done some things differently, had made some decisions differently, had avoided something. Um, so, Thorne, we've spoken about the commitment, Terrific. and that's great. So we figured out how to get that commitment, how not to wait till the last minute. But the next thing you spoke about was beliefs. And beliefs are something that I find people talk about a lot in terms of, you know, you need to change your beliefs. Um, but not often do people have, you know, effective, good strategies for helping people change their beliefs. I mean, you meet so many people who sort of think, well, yeah, I've got these limiting beliefs and I really need to change them. But it doesn't. It seems that a lot of the time they they have trouble actually changing them. So, how do you suggest people go about, you know, modifying their belief patterns? That's a great question. World class question. So, beliefs are created by our references and. Sometimes the references that we have are actually truths for our beliefs, and sometimes they're just made up. We actually think they actually meant. So in order to create beliefs, we've got to support it with some references. The best that I have found to create references to form a new belief is to take action, right? It's all about execution. It's all about action. So some people say, you know, I'm... I'm lazy, uh, I don't have any willpower, I can't do that. Well, is there some 
area of your life that you actually are not lazy, you actually do take uh, action, and you're very proactive about things. Generally, there's some part of their life that they are. Hmm. Great. So what you just told me is not true. The truth is that you are proactive. And what's really important is making sure that we don't attach the words I am to something that is not supporting us. It's a very powerful set of words, I am. Because there's a difference between behavior and who you are as a person. You know, have we all lied at one point in our lives? Yes. But do we go around and introduce ourselves? Hey, hi, I'm Thor Conklin. I'm a liar. <laughs> no. It's not who we are. It's an action or something that right? So to change behaviors, I have clients start to take action. And again, this is going to go back to accountability. You know, someone has trouble executing on things, sticking to something. You know, look, the paleo system is a very simple system to follow, right? It's not necessarily easy to follow all the time because of the temptations and, and the things working against us, but it's a pretty straightforward, easy system to follow. Well, why don't we follow that 100% of the time? Because one, we've got some habits that come in. We've got some things working against us. So I make sure that I get little wins. Let's set a goal. Uh, what I love to do with clients is what I call micro-commitments. Dr. Brett, you know why we don't usually keep our commitments or why most people don't keep their commitments? Because they're trying to keep them for such a long period of time. Hmm. If I said to you and I said to the audience right now, I want you to hold your breath for five seconds. We could all do it. Easy, right? We hold yep. our breath, five seconds, we're done. If I said hold it for five minutes, be losing some people. <laughs> yeah. If you and I did it right now, there would be dead air going on. So it's the length of our commitments. So I've developed this system, what I call micro-commitments. And that is when I'm working with a client, I'm like, all right, I don't care about tomorrow. Tomorrow, you can have pizza, Coca-Cola, hamburgers, and french fries and anything that you want to eat. But today, I need you to make a commitment to yourself. And today, you need to make a commitment that you're going to eat and act like this. And all I need you to do is just do it for 16 hours because that's all I need. And tomorrow morning when we wake up, I want you to recommit and make another micro-commitment and start to stack these. What I'm looking to do is to create little wins. Love it. Look, we're, we're not promised tomorrow, right? I mean, we're hoping tomorrow comes. Yesterday is gone. All we have is right now. What can you commit to and keep your commitment to right now? I love it. That's perfect, Thor. You, we're so on the same wavelength there. I actually wrote a book called How to Eat an Elephant, which was all about exactly that, like just chunking yeah. things down to, to, to get yourself wins. And it follows on to what was kind of my next question was, you know, you talked about the actions. And I think, you know, sometimes people feel like they have to have everything perfect before they take the action. Um, and I think uh. so often that's what sets people back is they think, well, I, you know, I can't take that action until, you know, and they've got so many rules about what needs to be in place and how perfect it needs to be and how certain they need to be that that's the right action before they actually take the action that they never end up taking actions you know I think 
the, the, the key is to, to start taking those actions. And as you said, that, that's how you can change your beliefs by actually succeeding, by actually doing it, is able to you know, allow you to start seeing that there is a different way of doing things. Um, and I think that just really changes your whole mindset around change, but also it enables you to learn. You know, you take an action, it either works or it doesn't. Um, and, yeah. and either way, you start learning about how to take the action better rather than trying to get it perfect before you start moving. Yeah, and document. Literally on my desk right here, and I'll, I'll ring it right now. There's a little bell. It's got a little smiley face on there. So I'll finish processing my emails, and I'll ring the bell. I, I want to <laughs> create. Literally, I, I do. I've got a guy in the back that. of my, uh, my office here. And what it is, it's like I celebrate. It's like, got my emails done. Ding, 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 ding. You know, it's, it's I want to celebrate. I want to create a system in my mind and my body that says i got something done celebrate got something done celebrate i'm stacking them you know all you have to do is go to my first episode i do a daily podcast as uh, as well on, on peak performance and i was at that point where i'm like oh, i don't know if i'm ready yet. i don't know if i'm ready yet and then i listened to john lee dumas from eo fire he is probably one of the best podcasters in the in the uh, industry He's bringing in close to two and a half million dollars from his podcast alone a year. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready. This guy's so good. I, I've got to hone you know, my skills a little bit better. So I listened to his first episode ever. I had to go way, way back into iTunes to find it. I found it. God, I get five minutes into it. I'm like, I'm ready. He's horrible. <laughs> he was horrible. And I'm like, if that's where he started, I'm ready. Because you know what? We all start at the same place. And if you go to my number one episode, I thought I was killing it. I really did. And I would look back and I'm embarrassed. But I leave it up because I want someone else to look at my number one episode and go, this is where Thor started. This is where he is today. It's so, so funny. We all start in the same place. I mean, Just do it. We, we started six years ago with our podcast called The Wellness Guys, and uh, and now we've got a network with like 20-something podcasts on it. And uh, and our first podcast episode, we never even intended for it to go live. Like, we just had this idea that maybe we we're going to do a podcast show, and we said, let's just hit play and record one and see what happens, and, you know, and then we'll fig- you know, figure out whether we can even do it or not. And so we just recorded it, and then we got to the end and went, well, it wasn't too bad, <laughs> and so we made it live, and, th- and that was it. That was actually our first ever episode. So uh, I can totally relate to that, and it is a little bit scary to think that people can actually go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to change it because I was like, I can do much better now, but now I leave it there as, a, as an example of this is where you're going to start. It's not going to be great. Keep at it. Keep at it, and you'll be exceptional. You know, look, it's the same journey about our health, right? You know, it doesn't matter where you start. What matters is today, make a commitment and stick to it. Celebrate the win. And tomorrow, get up and start all over again. Make that commitment. I like it. Now, you talked about the accountability, boss, and I reckon that's a really cool idea. And I think, you know, many people think that they can be their own accountability, boss. Um, So... A, does that work? And if not, B, you know, how do you go about finding and, uh, and getting a good accountability boss? Yeah, th- thank you. It, it, it does not work to be your own accountability boss. You know, <laughs> accountability is, is actually my business, and, and I'm not my own accountability boss. I need somebody there to, uh, to kick my butt sometimes as well. You know, I never expected to go into this lane, and 
it was as a result of clients saying, Thor, please hold me more accountable to this. Thor, hold me accountable to this. And I don't have like a dial of accountability. I don't like dial it up from like one to, you know, 10 or zero to 10. It's like, if you tell me that you want to go from here and you want to go here and you commit to doing this, it's a switch. It's you did it or you didn't do it. And I do not accept excuses. And the way it's it's just black and white. As a matter of fact, we have two excuses for not doing what you said you were going to do within our accountability system, and that is one: you died, or you were in prison for more than fourteen days uh, in, in a given month. So, unless those two things happened, I don't want to hear the excuse. So, it was really born out of clients saying, "I need someone to hold me accountable," and. We set it up on a group basis where it's $95 uh, U.S. a month, and you work with someone every single week, and you tell them what you're trying to accomplish, what you're committing to. They hold you accountable to that, and if you're not getting the results that you need to get, they figure out why. They eliminate those issues, so next week you get it done. And what's really, really amazing, Dr. Brett, is the level of people that we see within the system that are, that are attracted to it. I expected to see people that were really, really struggling and just couldn't get things done, but we're getting some amazing people that are creating amazing results even before they got to us and said, look, I've been producing this in my life, but I want to go to the next level, and I know I need someone to nudge me and kick my butt a little bit. <laughs> Nice. Um, so, what do you think about like uh, like rewards and penalties in terms of accountability? Like, I know you know for some people they'll set themselves some goals, and you know when I get to this level, then I'm going to reward myself with you know whatever that reward may be. I've I've heard other people. I know one of my good friends, Marcus Pierce, who works with us on the Wellness Couch. You know, he has this idea of you know getting someone, getting your best mate to hold you accountable. And if you don't do what you say you're going to do, then you have to like donate money to you know your least favorite charity or your you know your least favorite sporting team or something like that. Um, you know, do you think that's a, that's a useful way to help hold people accountable? Is using rewards and what about using penalties? Absolutely, incorporate both of them. Absolutely. Well, our, our intake form, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share kind of the behind the scenes, so anybody listening will know know what 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 we do and why we do it. We're here to serve you, but during the intake process, I'm asking why are you doing this? What's why is this important? And who are you doing it for? And very often, we, you know, we'll come up with answers of you know I really want to do this for my family. You know, my my daughter Sally. You know, I want her to see that her dad does this, this, and this. Now I'm taking that information. Now remember, you've asked me to take you from where you are to where you want to go. So when things start to get a little sideways, I'll be the first one to come in and go. You know what? No need to do what you said you were going to do last week, Sally. You know. It doesn't. You've disappointed her in other areas, and I'm sure you'll disappoint her again. So you know what? You don't really need to do this. It's not important. It's just your daughter. So I'll be a little bit of a jerk in the process, <laughs> but but it comes from a loving place because I know you're doing this. When I can get you to attach it to someone other than just yourself, and you're doing it for others that you really care for, you'll do more for others than we'll actually do for ourselves. So. It's a brilliant uh, idea. Always tie in rewards and always tie in penalties for doing or doing what you do. You know, for doing it or not doing it. 
Nice. All right. So obviously, thought we talk, talked a lot about yeah you know, peak performance, talked a lot about accountability and making change. And you know, when you see people wanting to make change, I guess particularly in terms of their lifestyle and in terms of health and well-being, um, which of those steps do you see people most commonly falling down in? And what's your solution? What's your tool to help them get around that? Well, I think you just hit on something uh, that that I talk about quite a bit is a lot of people want to do a lot of things. And wanting doesn't cut it. It's only until you make it non-negotiable. Because if it was just about wanting, we'd all have everything that we ever wanted. And it doesn't work that way. You have to make a decision. You cannot have everything. There's this popular uh, thing going around, I think, nowadays is, oh, you can have anything that you – I'm sorry, you can have everything that you want. Well, I think that's a lot of BS. (laughs) You can't have everything. You can have anything. But you've got to make choices. You've got to say no to certain things in order to get other things. If you want amazing health and wellness, there are some things that you need to say no to. And there's some things you need to say yes to. And it's about decisions. It's about selection. So it's about getting very clear on what you want and having no as almost your default. You know, a good friend of mine on on the West Coast of the United States you know, we, he was talking about addiction to sugar and he would go to a party or something and they'd offer him something. And he said, so often he hears people say, no, I, I, you know, I don't want any. He goes, why would you ever want to go through life trying to resist something? He goes, he goes somewhere and someone offers him something. He goes, I'm sorry, I don't eat that. Yeah. It, it's, it's not, you know, I don't want that. I, I, I don't put that in my body. It's a definitive decision that he's made ahead of time. He's not getting there and saying, that cupcake looks pretty good tonight. Mm, Yeah. No, I I, I don't put that in my body. I used to put that stuff in my body. I don't do anymore. So it's no longer willpower, discipline. It's a decision that he made a while ago. So stop wanting. Start figuring out what you're going to do. You know, there's – there's so many people that are interested in success. There are very few that are committed. Become committed. Decide what you want ahead of time and make it non-negotiable. Nice. I love that. I love that. That's that's a pretty good way to start finishing up here. But before we do finish up, I'd love you to talk about you've got an accountability program. You've got yeah. a four-point process that you can help people through. Yeah. So, so the accountability program uh, that we have, you know, it, it starts at $95 a month and, and we touch base uh, once a week. It goes all the way up uh, to a point where literally our team will interact with people every single day. We have clients that are sending in pictures of every single thing that they stick in their mouth other than water. Doesn't matter what it is or toothpaste. <laughs> you don't have to send pictures of toothpaste. And it's about working alongside of people in a loving way to get them to where they want to go, but not being negotiable or flexible in what the client wants. So we're getting great results. They're getting great results. And it's a program, again, that I said that we really didn't think that we would do, but the overwhelming response from the marketplace was, man, I need somebody. Because accountability partners become buddies after a while, and you just end up talking you know, you, you become friends. And who wants to be a jerk to your friends? Nobody. <laughs> so for $95 a month, we'll be the jerk. 
<laughs> and do you feel that like strikes fear into people? <laughs> like the idea that someone is going to be non-negotiably holding you accountable? Yes, it, it, it does. It does drive fear into them in a good way. It drives fear into them to get them to do what they said they were going to do. You know, at the end of the day, we want to make sure that the client gets to what, you know, the destination that they intended to get to. And if it, if it means holding them by the hand, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, literally a client said, look, I don't have any time in the morning to work out. I don't have any time at night to work out. I'm at work at 7 o'clock in the morning. I don't leave until 7 o'clock at night. I'm like, great, we've got 12 hours. He's like, what do you mean we've got 12 hours? I said, you've got 12 hours to work out. He goes, no, I'm at work. I'm like, okay, so I, I know, but I've got those 12 hours. I said, I want 45 minutes. He goes, what are we going to do in 45 minutes? I said, I'm going to show you. <laughs> I said, there's a gym in your basement. I said, we're going to go to that gym, and in 45 minutes, I'm going to have you back at your desk, fully showered, ready to go. And he goes, uh, how much cardio are we going to do? I said, we're gonna, not going to do any cardio, but we're going to lift for 35 minutes, and you're going to wish that we did cardio because you're not going to be able to breathe. <laughs> He's like, I've never worked out with that. I said, you've never worked out with me. Let's go. And that's what we did. And 10 minutes, he took a shower. He's back at work. He, he called. Yeah, we check in each day. And he sent me a note. He goes, I can't lift my arms. I'm all good. It worked. We're doing it again next week. So there's always a way. It's a, it's a, it's a question of, are you going to commit? You know, <laughs> you can get it done. Are you interested or are you committed? Most are interested. Nice. Well, Thor, that's great. I'm sure lots of people will be interested in your accountability program. So, obviously, you can find that at your website and all the details about you and your podcast and all those sort of things at thorconklin.com. That's T-H-O-R-C-O-N-K-L-I-N.com. Um, they can find you on Facebook, Thor Conklin, and also in LinkedIn under the same name. Um, thank you so much for coming on board today, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much. And as a gift to your listeners... If anybody sends me an email at Thor at ThorConklin.com, if you tell me in a 50-word or less email something that you're struggling with, you just can't seem to get it licked, there's a problem, something's slowing you down, I will give you a four-point process that will either eliminate that problem or move it significantly forward. Nice. That sounds like a good deal. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, so for everyone else, until next week, join the conversation on Facebook, give us a five-star rating on iTunes, join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com, and let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.